when it comes to managing funds and making investments, the brain is not the real important organ of the body. Sasabihin ng iba, hindi brain anorex, heart? No! Tami! Patigas <laughs> ang punang sikmura ito. Kaya marami akong kilala, yumaman sa markets, yumaman sa investing. Why? Kasi may sikmura po silang mag-invest at a time when people think it's wrong. So, this is a major pack at ito po ang hatid nito. Share Hello mga ka-RFF, this is again Rex Mendoza from Ramper Financials. Kamusta po kayo? I hope you're all doing well, staying healthy and fit. Today, I share a video with a bold perspective. Totoo po yan, kasi share ko ngayon ang isang pananaw na maaring hindi tayo agreed lahat. Kasi po, nakita nyo naman yung title, I am calling for steady accumulation at this stage. Sinasabihan ko po ang aking mga kaibigan, ang aming mga kliyente, kayo, lahat kayo dyan, na maaaring maging investors. Ngayon is that time to increase a bit of our commitment and confidence in the market. And I'm saying this because things are great, things are okay, we've turned the leaf, everything's fine and dandy, it's all okay. Hindi po ganun. We're still into this VUCA world, volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous, and there are still a mix of black swans in play. Tama po, medyo patapos ng COVID, pero nandyan pa rin ang inflation, nandyan pa rin ang pag-akit ng interest rates sa Amerika at sa UK, at nandyan pa din po ang pag-deteriorate ng ating exchange rate. But what am I saying? Bakit ko po Gustong sabihin that this is a time to maybe clear up the cobwebs and go in and make sure that we are steadily accumulating. Siyempre, nandyan na po yung isang realization na malapit nyo nang tanggapin ang inyong Christmas bonus. <laughs> Actually po, baka yung iba nga sa inyo nakatanggap na. But siguro on top of just thinking about what to do with that bonus, lagay ko po talagang Timing is of the essence. Sasabihin ng marami, di ba Rex, ikaw yung nagsasabing huwag mag-time ng market. It is time in the market and not timing the market. Tama po yan. Pero sinasabi ko kasi ito dahil nagulat ako. No, this weekend, I've been exposed to a few people at nagulat ako. Hindi pa sila nag-uumpisang mag-invest. Takot na takot pa rin sila. Doon pa rin sila nakalagay sa fixed income at time deposits kasi mataas daw po ang interest rate at sigurado naman na guaranteed sila. Naku po, medyo delikado tayo dyan. Ito po, isashare ko sa inyo. Isang quote ng aking idol na investor, one of the best the world has ever produced, obviously, Warren Buffett. Ano po ang sabi niya? Today, people who hold cash equivalents feel comfortable. They shouldn't. They have opted for a terrible long-term asset. One that pays virtually nothing and is certain to depreciate in value. Kahit po kasi tumaas na ang ating interest rate, tandaan nyo po, mas mataas pa rin ang inflation rate. So what are we saying? You're actually losing money while you save it. Kasi yung interest, 
talo ng inflation. So, kailangan po maglagay tayo ng pera sa mga bagay at mga investment instruments na may pag-asa tayo to beat inflation over time. At maari nga po, medyo takot tayo dahil sa volatility ng market at harapin naman natin, ano, marami tayong kaibigan dyan, marami tayong mga kakilala na medyo nasunog sa merkadong ito. Malaki po ang lugi. But then, all of these are paper losses. And as I've said, kung hindi nyo naman talaga gagawa ng paraan para i-realize ang inyong losses, yun po ay tinatawag na temporary. But then again, I tell a lot of people, when in doubt, zoom out. Ito po, gusto kong i-share sa inyo. Ito ay isang slide na ginawa ng ating magaling na kaibigan na si David Lichu. Alam nyo naman, David is one of the foremost experts in real estate in this country. Ang ginawa niya, pinlat niya yung lahat ng nangyari from year 2000 hanggang 2021. Lahat po ng masasamang pangyayari, whether man-made or natural, whether, you know, uh, political or uh, storms and calamities, lahat ng bangayan, lahat ng gera, skirmishes, lahat po ng bagyo, baha, lindol, nandiyan po lahat. At ang nakakatuwa, in the span of 21 years, ang talagang pinagtuunan niya ng pansin, kaunting bagay, a laundry list that can make you think that our country is, despite everything that's happening, is a champion of growth. Alam niyo po, nakakatuwa kasi Minsan, doon tayo nakatutok sa mga masasamang nangyayari. Pero pag lumayo tayo ng paningin at nakita natin ang lahat ng nangyayari sa ating kapaligiran, parang nagbabago yata ang ating pananaw. Example po, kasi nga real estate siya. Sabi niya, year 2000, ang nakonsumo nating semento, 11.7 million metric tons. Napakabigat po noon. Habang in year 2021, 31.5 million metric tons. Despite everything that's bad, everything that happened, despite what we bitch about. Habay, ang laki po ng growth. OFW remittances. 6 billion lang noon. Ngayon, 31.4 billion. BPO receipts. Habay, dati po 2 billion lang. Ngayon, 29.5 billion as of 2021 and still growing this year. Siguro po kung may naiwan dito, tourism lang at alam naman natin, syempre, dahil sa COVID. But when revenge spending comes back, alam naman natin po, nababawi yan. So nakakagulat din, ano? Siguro nga, again, it requires a change in perspective for many of us to see the light. But on top of that, ano pa po ang sinabi niya? Ito, same chart. Nilagay niya pa rin ang nangyari ng Cory administration, nangyari ng martial law, uh, lahat ng mga inflation. Ito po nakakatuwa. Inumpisahan niya pa, hindi lang sa COVID eh. Sa SARS, tapos H1N1, tapos sa MERS-CoV. Lahat po ng mga sakit at pandemya, chinart niya dito eh. Tapos, Amidst that chart, pinakita niya, eh, mula pa pala noong 1960, nilunch ang Forbes Park. 66 pesos per square meter. Tapos ngayon, magkano na? 450,000 plus per square meter. At makikita niyo, ayala alabang, 1970, nilunch, 
mga 140 pesos per square meter. Ngayon, 175,000 per square meter. Can you just imagine that? People, investors, heads of families, bringing their children and making them grow in the best living environments in our country. Yan po ang pinrovide nila sa kanilang pamilya. Tapos, on top of that, ngayon na sila ay maaaring empty nester na, lumaki na ang mga anak, at nagsarili-sarili ng mga pamilya. Abay, dapat daw po mag-simplify. Mas maliit ng bahay, so binibenta nila yung mga bahay na yan at tumitira na lang sila sa kondo para mas convenient. Lock and go. Pero pagbenta nila ganyan ang presyo, apa? 18 to 19% compounded annual growth rate. Abay, talaga pong tinamaan yun overtime dahil nung masasama ang nangyayari, nandyan naman ang volatility. Pero pag titingnan nyo na mahabang-mahaba, nawawala po yung volatility niyo. So think about what we should be doing in our thinking process. Maari pong sa short term, very risky po ang stocks, very risky ang mutual funds at real estate. Pero pagdating ng long term, risky po ang cash. Risky ang cash dahil siya ang nawawala ng value. Isipin nyo kung nilagay nyo sa banko yung 60 pesos nyo. Makakabili ba yun sa halagang 450,000 ngayon kahit kinumpound mo after all of those 30 to 50 years? Hindi po aabot eh. So over the long run, guilt instruments like mutual funds, stocks, and real estate are the ones that actually do very well. Pero ulitin ko po, markets and economic fundamentals are still volatile and very challenging. Pero meron na po kaming nakikitang green sprouts. At alam nyo naman, ilang beses ko nang sinabi ito. Sinabi ni John Templeton, di ba? Ang ating pillar of the mutual fund industry. Bull markets are born on pessimism. They grow on skepticism. They mature on optimism. They die on euphoria. Kailangan daw po ahead tayo of the curve. We will have to be ahead of the curve. And that's the reason why today we're telling you green sprouts are showing. Maybe it's the time to start accumulating. Steadily accumulating. Ano sabi ni Warren Buffett ulit? Talagang idol na idol. Eh, ano po? In the business world, the rear view mirror is always clearer than the windshield. Ang dali po kasing tumingin pabalik. You know, a rear view mirror, hindsight, will give you a clear picture. Pero syempre, yung paharap, bakit yan nagiging malabo? Kasi alam nyo po, ang totoo, clouded by our emotion, clouded by our sentiment. So kung maaalis nyo yan, mapapalinaw nyo. Think about it. We bitch about the performance of the economy in our country. If you're going to look at equities, abe, by the end of September, down tayo ng 19%. Pero alam nyo yun, Everything should be relative. Pag marami kayong problema sa bahay, lumabas kayo. Baka mas maraming problema ang inyong kapitbahay. <laughs> diba? Pag nakita mong mas malaki ang problema ng kapitbahay mo, medyo gagaan ang loob mo. Ganon din ito eh. Think about it. Ang ating equity, down 19%. Pero Asian equity in general, down 29%. Global equity, down 27%. Emerging markets equity, down 29%. Abi maganda pa pala po yung kalagayan natin. 
Sa fixed income, ganun din. Minus 5% tayo. Pero anong Asian fixed income? Minus 14%. Magkano ang global fixed income? Minus 13%. Emerging markets fixed income? Minus 22%. Abay, tayo pa pala po ang humahatak ng average. Pero before I forget it, let me give a lot of credit to our friends in Atram. And as I mentioned earlier, David Lichu for all of that research and information. Sa Atram po, alam nyo naman, they are our partners. Isa yan sa most respected na fund manager at talagang ating pinagkakatiwalaan. Ito po ay excerpt lang ng presentation ni Sandra Araulio, one of the foremost investment and fund managers in the country. Siya po ang head of investment management sa ATR Asset Management. And she's been generous enough to give us these slides. Pero kung makikita nyo, ito nga, balikan natin yung mga yan. Nakikita nyo, di ba? Parang minsan yata masyado tayong nagpapaka-pessimist at hindi natin nakikita. Medyo maganda pa pala ang kalagayan natin. At lalo na pag compare mo sa ating GDP growth. Benong third quarter, surprise of all surprises, 7.6%. 7.6% growth. In fact, enough to push Fitch into saying ang target nila for the Philippines for 2022 is already 7.3% growth from 6 to 6.5. Akala natin, medyo aggressive na yung gobyerno sa kanilang projection. Yung pala, talaga naman palang make kahit papano. And why is that? It's because of mobility. Tumalabas na po ang tao at matapang na tayo, medyo okay-okay na tayo sa COVID, mag-iingat pa rin tayo, pero alam nyo naman, we know the virus much, much better than before. And if you're vaccinated and boosted, siguro po, on top of the level of confidence, we are actually protected. Pero yung mobility na yan brings forth economic activity and GDP growth, showing you that total factor production is already pushing in on top of capital and labor to create a GDP trap that's great for the future. In fact, yung ating pong slope ng growth bumalik na dun sa pre-pandemic level. Siyempre, hindi natin mababawi yung trap, but quite frankly, the slope puts us back. Pag sinabing inflation, Nandiyan pa ho yan. Nandiyan pa rin yung problema yan. Pero nakikita na natin yung pagbaba ng commodity prices. Eh. Nagpipik na yung price pressure. So, ibig sabihin, pa-slow down na po yan. And maybe, it is in the computation of inflation that we rest our case. Alam nyo naman kasi, numerator and denominator yan. Last year, mababa ang inflation. Ngayon, mataas. So, if you're going to be comparing it to last year, syempre, the inflation rate is high. But next year, Mataas po ngayon eh. So yun ang denominator. So definitely, there would be an easing of inflation and price pressures. And when that happens, even the call for increasing interest rates might dissipate. Pero bago natin sabihin yan, syempre dito sa Pilipinas, nandyan pa rin. Four-year concern. Four-year high. And you know, housing, electricity, water remains to be a problem. Food and non-alcoholic beverages remain to be high. And lastly, syempre po, transport. Because hindi naman tayo oil-producing country. So in effect, inflation is still inching up. Pero nagdi-dissipate na po, pababa na yan in 2023. And hopefully by 2024, it is going to be at a much, much controlled level. Pero ito po ang sinasabi ko eh. Bakit ba tayo gulat na gulat sa inflation? 
And the Philippines, as mentioned, were into a four-year high. Ang Amerika po kasi spoke na spoke din. At 8 to 9% ang kanilang inflation is highest in 40 years. 40 years. Ang UK at 8%. Highest in 30 years. Tayo highest in 4 years eh. We eat inflation for breakfast. Kung talaga pong ikukumpara niyo yung inflation natin compared to America. Yan po ay isang 61-year comparative chart. Ang layo na po natin. Halos iwan na iwan natin sila sa pagtaas ng ating inflation. What does that mean? We're not supposed to be surprised. It's a given. So what should we do? We should add dollar assets to our portfolios. We should hedge and make sure we have a portfolio that includes stronger currency para pag umaakyat, hindi ka gulat kasama sa portfolio mo eh. And why am I saying that? Abay, tingnan nyo naman po ang comparison na yan. The green in the background is the Philippines and the gray in the foreground is the US. Tingnan nyo po, hindi sila nakatikim ng 50% which happened to us in 1984. In fact, on a monthly basis, October of 1984, 60 nga po yan eh. Average yan, 50 for the year. So, tayo, sanay na tayo dapat sa inflation. Ang ginagawa natin dapat, asset allocation to cover for the issues of inflation. Yan po ang bagay na dapat gawin natin. Pero, dahil po dyan, syempre, spooked ang Amerika, akyat ng akyat ng interest rate to control inflation. But even that is expected to go down a bit as they correct their inflation rate, as it simmers down. Pero sa Pilipinas, alam naman natin, ang ating administrasyon, ang ating economic managers, hindi naman masyado nakatingin sa inflation eh. What are they looking at? They're looking at growth. They are looking at growth. They're looking at making sure that they are showing the performance that they have promised during the campaign. Abay, doon po tayo nakatutok. And because of that, we're not matching toe-to-toe with interest rate increases. Abay, syempre, ang nagsuffer po ang ating exchange rate. Talagang bumaba ang exchange rate. Kung ikukumpara nyo yan, doon sa Asian financial crisis, abay, mas mataas pa. Umabot po ng 59, almost 60. Muntik ng nag-senior citizen ang Philippine Peso. Hindi <laughs> ba? But you see, clearly, we have a more balanced view when it comes to this. And why? Eh kasi po meron tayong OFWs eh. Habang bumababa ang peso at umaakyat ang US dollar at ang ibang currency, sabi tumataas po ang naiuwi nilang pera. Ang ating BPO industry, dollar earner po yan. So in a way, there is an issue. I'm, I'm not going to, you know... Uh, means words on that, that has to be corrected. Pero in a way po, kahit papano, may pananggalang tayo dyan. But the question is this, are we gonna go into a recession? Yan po eh, no? Porque umaakit ang inflation sa Amerika, nagtataas sila ng interest rates, parang tayo, kailangan sumunod. Nung sinabing may recession fear sa Amerika, sinasabi ng marami, pati tayo magre-recession din. Quite frankly po, medyo hindi totoo yan. If you're going to be looking at the global economy. Tama po, nag-slow down ang global economy. Pero kailangan himayin natin. Iba po ang growth ng advanced economies at iba ang growth ng emerging markets at developing countries. Tama po. Merong posibilidad na yung growth ng developed economies are small, konting blocks wal lang uli, magiging negative na. 
ang emerging markets, mas malaki ang growth. So, mas malaki ang cushion. Lalo na po, pang breakdown natin yan into what we call the continents, no? the Euro area, Sub-Saharan Africa, Middle East, and Central Asia, and emerging and developing Asia. Nandun po tayo eh. So, if you're going to be looking at the worldview, we are in a better foothold. And I will tell you one of the reasons why. When there is a global slowdown, alam niyo po ang nangyayari, ang mga kumpanya sa ibang bansa nagtitipid. They ship jobs out. Eh kaya po malaki ang growth ng ating BPO eh. Kasi nagtitipid ang mga kumpanya, they outsource to cheaper places like the Philippines. They actually get fresh and cheaper talent as far as, you know, our OFWs are concerned. Yung po ang nagiging value proposition. Kaya po, tumataas yung ating dalawang pillars na yon. So in effect, there is a mitigating circumstance. And if you're going to be looking at the heat map all over the globe, we're in a good stead. We are expected to grow at an average of 6.5% and that's going to be good per global standards. Alam niyo po ang totoo. Again, napaka-idol po talaga. Balik na naman ako sa isang quote ni Warren Buffett. Investing requires qualities of temperament way more than it requires qualities of intellect. Ano po ibig sabihin? Emotion control? Maturity as far as responding and reacting is concerned? Is more important than intellect in the field of investments. Tama po yan. It's how we're able to look at things objectively. So, hindi po intellect. Minsan nga, mabait pa yan si Warren Buffett. Eh. Ako nga, iba yung tingin ko dyan. When it comes to managing funds and making investments, the brain is not the real important organ of the body. Sasabihin ng iba, hindi brain, ano Rex? Heart? No. Tami. Patigasan <laughs> po ng sikmura ito. Kaya marami akong kilala Yumaman sa markets, yumaman sa investing. Why? Kasi may sikmura po silang mag-invest at a time when people think it's wrong. When it is time for people to think it's right, mahal na po yan. Kumita na yung mga nauna. So it's very important that we get to understand that we have to be ahead of the curve. We will have to control our emotion and sentiment and make sure Kung hindi man po tayo ganung katapang, steady accumulation. Umpisahan nyo na at gawin yung regular. Kasi yung tinatawag na bottom, alam ko ba pong bottom na yan? Hindi po. Hindi ko alam. At sabi nga ng ating kaibigan si Edward Lee, kung alam niya lang, mayaman na daw siya. <laughs> Wala po nakakaalam. Siguro yung magsasabing alam, sinungaling po yun. So since hindi ko alam at hindi ko mapipredik yan, nararamdaman kong tama na ang panahon, ako ay mag-uumpisa ng mag-accumulate. Dahan-dahan, pero tuloy-tuloy, constant and consistent. That will pave the way for a great investment portfolio that will yield handsomely over time. Makakatulong po kami sa inyo. Kami sa Ramper Financials, we are here to handhold you in your financial journey. Kontakin nyo po kami, tanungin nyo kami, at matutulungan namin kayo. I hope you like this video and you learned something from it. I hope it gave you that little push to act and execute immediately. 
And if you did like this, please do give it a like and subscribe to our channel. Lalo na po, pagbalik ng merkado, kailangan guidance, kailangan ng confidence, kailangan po ng tinatawag na push. And would rather be performing those roles for you. Again, this is Rex Mendoza, hoping that we are of value and of service to all of you, our RFFs or Rapver Financial Spreads. Maraming maraming salamat po and blessings always. So, this is a major factor at ito po ang hatid nito. Siyempre, higher 